Hey, 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 guys. Welcome to Revamp the Exchange. I am your host, Coach Shy. I am so excited that you have tuned in with us in our series, The Me I Never Seen. Before we go any further, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe to us on all platforms at Revamp the World. You can also connect with us on our website at www.revampetheworld.com. Please like and subscribe to receive monthly newsletters. So y'all know what to do. Grab those coffee mugs, turn that volume up, and let's exchange. You have tuned into our second series in the Me I Never Seen on forgiveness. That's right, forgiveness. In our last episode, we talked about getting to a point where we're able to see ourselves. How is it that I never got the opportunity to see who I am until now? Yes, I understand that we are in a season of healing. We are dealing with trauma. We are dealing with pain. But what is it that took me so long to get to the revelation of who I am? I have an answer for that. It is my ability, your ability, our ability to forgive. Now, I want you to grab your notebooks today because I'm going to give some very crucial points in regards to forgiveness. We all struggle with forgiveness. Why? Because we have learned to uphold our painful experiences with past pains and traumas. I call this trauma bullying. What does that look like? It looks like when I am offended by someone, I go into my trauma tank and I pick up some emotions that came from other people and other experiences and I use them to jump a person that has offended me. Now, here's what's wrong with this reality. The emotions that we inflict upon other people don't necessarily belong to them according to their perspective of what happened. What does that mean, Shy? What it means is that a person may not mean to do something offensive to you, but that's the way that you take it because you have experience in pain. Sometimes that looks like my mom and dad rejected me. They abandoned me. They never really affirmed me. And so now if my spouse doesn't tell me that they're proud of me, I feel like they don't love me. Perspective versus reality. And so we now walk in unforgiveness. We are now tallying up offenses. We are holding things against a person who never meant to harm us. Truthfully, they never meant to harm us. It's just the way that we perceive their actions because we went into our trauma pool and we pulled out our cousin rejection and our cousin abandonment and our cousin shame. And we use rejection, abandonment, and shame to jump a person with our emotions that honestly did not have bad intentions. That is what we do when we forgive. We deflect. We disallow ourselves to operate in illegal emotions and we see people for who they are now it's the same thing that we must do with ourselves we have to forgive ourselves for the things that we've done we absolutely have to give ourselves the grace to make mistakes when it comes to not wanting to be wrong i believe it is because you were never allowed to be wrong when you were wrong you were sent to your room You weren't given the opportunity to process through your feelings. You were just sent away to deal with them. So you learned to avoid. Maybe you grew up with a silent treatment. 
which means that when you made mistakes, no one talked to you. And so you felt like, hey, mistakes make me worthless. So now I struggle with forgiveness here in this aspect because I wasn't given the chance to be pardoned or forgiven, you know, in, in my childhood when I was growing up, when I was coming up. So now I struggle to do it with other people because we think that unforgiveness gives us power when really it makes us weaker. How is it that it makes us weaker, Shy? Because it blinds us. It blinds us for seeing people the way that we need to see them. If we truly understood that we all make mistakes, we would have more grace for people. I liken this to looking at a child. When we see our children hurt, things happen to them, we go in and we embrace them with love and compassion because we understand that their wound needs attention. What makes adults any different? Some of us are 30-year-old, three-year-olds because we stopped at our pain because we were never taught how to properly process through it. If everyone walks around not forgiving you because of mistakes, it will force you into depression, loneliness, avoidance, detaching, whatever the case is, it forces you away from the you that you need to see. You have to see who you are so that you're able to properly give yourself to the world, to your children, to your families, and to yourself. You cannot give to you until you forgive you. You cannot see you for who you are until you forgive you. You truly can't love yourself until you forgive you. Listen, it's the same for people. You cannot truly love people until you forgive them. You cannot hold them to something that they did 20 years ago and still say, hey, I love you. You don't, you're just tolerating. We'll get into toleration versus love in our next segment. Today, we will deal strictly with forgiveness. So open up your hearts so that we can become a society, a community that are that is able to embrace people for who they are and not for the mistakes that they've done. Grace. Forgiveness should always be coupled with mercy, which means that it is not contingent up on the fact that I believe you deserve it or not. It's simply because I know that you are a growing individual, that you are a healing individual, that you are a loving and compassionate individual, that you're just, that you're a human. You deserve forgiveness. We all deserve forgiveness. I am not in a place to say who deserves it and who doesn't. Guess what? You aren't either. So we have to open up our hearts and release who we need to forgive. So right now, go on your piece of paper and write down their name. Who do you need to forgive? Let's go deeper. Forgiveness means that you pardon or excuse a person for something that they've done. It is you making a conscious decision to release feelings of resentment, bitterness, vengeance, or malice towards a person that has offended you or caused you harm. Who are we, y'all, to decide if a person deserves forgiveness? When we see ourselves for who we are and the mistakes that we make, we will see everybody deserving of forgiveness. When you forgive, you release the power and control that keeps you in pride. When you forgive, you release the power and control that keeps you in pride. That's right. You disable the tank 
the connection to the tank to go down and get these offenses to emotionally jump someone for something that they didn't do on purpose. You release it, okay? So here we go. Forgiveness is the ability to excuse or to pardon, to release someone of what they've done. Why does it matter? Because you need forgiveness in order to be free. You cannot live in love and unity with the person if you refuse to forgive them. Forgiveness keeps the one who refuses to forgive in prison. So if I cannot forgive myself, I will live life beating myself up, depressed, saying what I'm not, consistently negative talk, bitter and gossip. You're around people that gossip all the time. They just always have something negative to say about someone else or themselves. It's because they have not gotten to a point where they've honestly been able to forgive themselves or forgive who introduced them to a life of negative talk and gossip. Okay, so forgiveness is important because we all need to live in freedom with each other, okay? So what do we do? We release, we acknowledge our emotions about the harm that is done to us. We acknowledge the effect that it has had on us and then we release it. That's right. You acknowledge what it did to you, how it affected you, and then how to release it. We are the beneficiaries of forgiveness. It has more to do with our freedom than it has to do with the person that has offended us. Here's why, again, because a person who has offended us may not know that they've offended us. I know you're thinking like, I know she know what she did to me, Shaw. I know he know, how can he not know? When you have spent years of your life living according to a certain lifestyle behavioral pattern you may not know that that pattern is deviant you may not know the effects of your behavior on other people because you've normalized your society and your reality that means i don't know that i'm defensive because i don't know what caused me to be defensive until i've 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 been met with an offender and then i learn wow i really am defensive why am i defensive because I've been made to believe I can't make mistakes. So then who have you harmed with your inability to be honest, transparent, and humble because you believe that you always have to be on the defense? See why we all deserve forgiveness? Because we all operate in patterns and cycles that we are unaware of. So if we see everyone the way that we see ourselves, we're able to then truthfully forgive and release so that we can walk in power and unity. Here's the other piece. Sometimes a person will inflict pain upon you for something that you did not do or simply refuse to forgive because they have a misunderstanding or they've misinterpreted your actions. When you release them, you give them the power. Hey, I let you go. I let this, the pain of whatever you just said or did, I release you and let you go. Now it's on them to deal with whatever it is that they're feeling. It is your responsibility then to pray and to speak well of them. Here's the key to forgiveness, write this down. You cannot forgive a person that you still talk negatively about. That takes us to our second point, the fitness of forgiveness. Forgiveness is a muscle that you absolutely have to work. You have to build, you have to strengthen. I cannot strengthen my muscle of forgiveness if I'm always thinking about what they did to hurt you or hurt me, 
I can't. If I'm always going back to, I remember when he did this to me. I remember when she did. I cannot forgive a person if my thoughts are not aligning with what my mouth is saying. If I say I forgive, my thoughts should reflect forgiveness. Fitness and forgiveness. Strengthening that muscle. Do not repeat the offense. That is called ruminating. Do not repeat the offense. If I say I let it go, then I choose to let it go. Now, I won't forget, which means that sometimes my heart will still feel some pain from that choice or that mistake. But it means that I make a choice in that moment to uh, release it again. How many times do I need to forgive? As many times as it comes up. Because you have to strengthen that muscle of forgiveness. What else does that look like? How do I strengthen my muscle of forgiveness? I set boundaries. I set boundaries to protect myself. Now we get confused because now we confuse boundaries with unforgiveness. We create barriers of unforgiveness and we call it boundaries. Boundaries do not keep you from communicating. Boundaries protect you after you have communicated. There is a difference. So if I say they hurt me, so I'm gonna leave them over there and I ain't gonna talk to them and I got the gift of goodbye. That is not forgiveness. That is a trauma response. That means that you are using these trauma responses to uphold your inability to forgive and you are masking it with boundaries. That is not boundaries. Sometimes you will have to limit a person's access to you until they become healthy in their interactions, until they become healthy in their, in their communication, in their engagement, you may have to limit access. Does this mean that I talk negatively about what they've done? It does not. It means that I still speak well of them. You still should serve people who offend you. The way that you serve them is by speaking well of them. Because truthfully, if we're honest, some of the things that they've done to offend you, you've done to other people. Because we all have pain. Limit your access. Next one is to affirm. You want to affirm people that have offended you. I'm sorry that life served you such a bad hand. I'm sorry, but I know that you will get over this. I know that you will get through this. I know that you will be amazing. I know that you will be successful. I know you grew up in poverty. And as a result of poverty, you steal. But I know that you will do better in life, that you will grow to understand financial responsibility and that you will no longer allow your mind to be a product of your past and that you will have wealth and success in your future. What have I done? I have served them with my words. I am no less than who they are. So I have a responsibility to affirm them although they pain me. No gossip. No gossip. Whether you say it aloud or not, no gossip. Make sure that your mouth, what you say along with what your thoughts are thinking. Discount the behavior, but not the heart. The heart needs love. The person needs love. They need to understand that even when I make mistakes, I am still worthy of love. We have a bunch of people walking around today being perfect and prideful, lying to present themselves to be something else because somewhere, somehow, somebody made them feel like they had to be perfect in order to be accepted. So because they weren't perfect, they learned to lie to present themselves as perfect when really it just imprisoned us even the more. 
That's right. It puts us in prison because if we could be perfect, we wouldn't have needed a savior. All right. So here we go, guys. Remember that pride and power weakens you. So when you refuse to forgive, you have pride. That's right. We talked about it. We go into our trauma pool and we uphold whatever we need to do to gang up on a person to hold tight to our opinion because we believe that pride protects us when really it weakens us. You must confess what has hurt you in order to be cleansed. Number three, address your pain, don't avoid it. Know who hurt you. If I am struggling with rejection, I have to, I have to channel it. Where did that come from? Why am I struggling here? What do I need to do about it? Know who hurt me so that once I forgive, I can go to my offender and have conversation. If I cannot speak to them because they will be defensive, I have to then take other measures to release them so that I can be free because remember, forgiveness is for you. Do not make innocent people pay for what others did. It is impossible to abide by this last statement that I just made if you are unwilling to forgive. If you do not forgive, you will make everybody pay for what someone else did to you. Here's why. Because our brains function in one or as, as one unit, which means that I cannot disconnect my one brain from my body. Whoever I am in my friendships is who I'll be in my relationships. Whoever I give at work is who I'll give at church. Now we can mask all we want, but you will always give the same person because it is who you are in brain function. I cannot give what I do not have. If you have not forgiven, you cannot be forgiven. Okay? Imperfections are inconvenient, but they are not unjust. Not every action that causes you suffering is unjust. Judge the action. Does this make me feel uncomfortable or did this offend me? There is a difference. Always approach your pain in environments that are safe and supportive. If I know I struggle with unforgiveness and I'm trying to learn how to forgive, I'm not going to associate with people that love to gossip and that are stuck on unforgiveness because it'll simply keep me stuck in cycles that are not beneficial to me. And because I understand my goal, because I've addressed my pain and I'm not avoiding it, I know that I need to be in environments that will help me strengthen my forgiveness muscles so that I'm able to function in forgiveness. Number four, empathy is connected to forgiveness. We talked about imagining your offender as a child, needing love and support. If I look at individuals, how I see myself, understanding that I need forgiveness too, I will never hold a person to something that they are impossible at doing. If I know that I'm in need of forgiveness and I have to also ask for forgiveness, so, am I, so are other people. One way to heal from forgiveness is to help, under, it, to help us understand why it is important to forgive is, is what it produces. What does this incident that has caused me suffering, that has charged me with struggling to forgive brought to me? What is this producing in my life? How is this going to work out for my good? 
how has your suffering changed you in a positive way? What I've learned is that I've been in instances in my life where I have endured suffering that helped that caused me to struggle with forgiveness. Once I forgave and I evaluated the suffering, I was able to go back and tell someone, thank you for what you did. Thank you. Your, your pain, although it was not purposeful, changed my life for the better. It caused me to see things in myself that I never knew was there and how to change and transform for the best. So truthfully, I learned that I was always at somebody's mercy for forgiveness because I am not perfect either. I deserve forgiveness. So do you. But thank you because your offense challenged me, which made me become better. So it does all work together for my good. Did it hurt? Absolutely. But it produced far better than what those hurt emotions could ever produce. Okay. Now, forgiveness takes time, patience, mercy, determination, and love. You absolutely have to give people time to process your apology because they have to cycle through their own trauma and their own pain and their own hurt. You cannot manipulate a person into accepting your apology and honestly think that the connection is going to be authentic. It's not because you have not given them time to process the offense. Does it mean that they want to not forgive you? No, it just means that they need time and you absolutely have to respect the time. Give yourself time to process a person's forgiveness. Give yourself time to process you forgiving yourself. Now, what time does not mean is talking bad about yourself, condemning yourself. That is not what time does. If you are condemning, that is not time. That is self-sabotage. That's why it's important to surround yourself with people that are walking the way that you're walking so that you'll know exactly what it is that you need to produce time. Patience. Give yourself the grace. I made this mistake. I don't like it. I don't like how it feels. I don't like what it produces. But I know that with mercy and determination, love will be reproduced. Surround yourself with people who support you, who has the patience to allow you the time to heal in your own way. Last but not least, practice humility. Forgive yourself. Honor yourself and speak well of yourself. When you speak well of yourself, you are serving you. If you don't serve you, who's going to serve you? We're not, we're not self-loathing, which means that we are not punishing ourselves because of mistakes that we've made. We are moving to self-compassion. I made a mistake. I've forgiven myself. I've forgiven someone else. And so now I'm moving to compassion which means I'm going to respond to your offense with compassion, grace, empathy, and mercy. Soften your heart towards yourself. Listen, I understand that there are some things that has been done that is almost unbearable at times. We have experienced surprising murders, deaths, rape, molestation. We've had our parents walk out on us. We've had fathers despise us. We've grew up with mothers who um, are on drugs and who abused us. And I mean, there are situations that are very, very, very hard to navigate and to manage through. What I believe 
is that although you will maybe not be able to forget it, that you absolutely can forgive, that you have what it takes to forgive a person and to release them of their offense. Because truthfully, most times people who hurt us don't know that they're hurting us. They're simply repeating cycles and patterns of pain. It is all that they know. So we are holding people to what they don't know. And it keeps us in prison. It keeps us in cycles. It keeps us stuck, not able to move on with our lives because we are focused on what they did, not why they did. It is really important to know the heart. Yes, you may have to set boundaries because they are unhealthy, but you have to know the heart. Know the heart of the person you're connected to. Everyone that has harmed you or offended you does not deserve to be cut off. Some people need to be some people need to be repositioned, but they don't need to be cut off. These are honestly good people that we are connected to. They just cycle through life. They grow. They have pain. They have trauma. Does it mean that they're worthy of unforgiveness or that they meant to hurt us? No. It means that they deserve the same grace that we deserve. Everything is forgivable. Not everything is forgettable. Take the power out of the pain. It is only when we take the power out of the pain that we can see the heart. Cleansing helps us to deal with residue. Be planted in environments that helps you to get rid of the toxins that are associated with the release of offenses. We confess our sins. We then release them. We are then cleansed. Everybody deserves forgiveness. Forgive yourself. Forgive your mother. I know it hurt, but forgive your father. I know it is painful, but forgive your children and see them the way that you would want people to see you from a healed perspective. This is Coach Shy checking out for the day. I want you to remember that forgiveness is just as important as the food that we eat on a daily basis. You know here, we have real, raw, and uncut conversations. Get that journal and continue cycling through, releasing forgiveness and grace so that we can live at peace and harmony with ourselves, with the people that we are surrounded with now, and those we will come in contact with in the future. All right, y'all, you have a good day. Peace, love, and forgiveness. See you soon.